so. They say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. They say that about art, too. But while the eyes might be the windows to the soul, when it comes to the art of creativity, your eyes are only the beginning. Creativity means something different for everyone. And what you see isn't close to all that you get. Today, there's more to see, hear, taste, touch, and smell than there has ever been. We're able to experience more, more quickly, and to a greater degree than ever before. Art, creativity, self-expression, group expression, it's all just a door we step through, a window we look through, a mirror we hold up to ourselves. Whether we create or curate, build, design, compose, capture, or share, what we see is reflected in what we show. What we love and what we hate tells us and the world something profound about who we truly are. It goes deeper than the everyday and past the point of platitudes. With or without words, creativity speaks to us and it tells us that things are changing. Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show. I am Louise Salas, your host on the podcast that is raising the bar on craft cocktails. With me, it's my barstool buddy. If I am her Lenny, she is my squiggy. <laughs> She's the master of all things liquid, Gina. Oh my God, I'm from Brooklyn now. I like it, huh? My mother would be happy. She would be like, finally. <laughs> so mom would show where you're from. Uh, homage, so, <laughs> homage. How do you say that word? It's okay. You did. It's a, a drinking show. It's all right. So <laughs> boozy banter, right? So let's uh, let's jump on a dictionary thing while you're at it. Um, if you look up the definition of creative in the dictionary, as an adjective, you would read one, having the ability or power to create. Two, characterized by originality of thought or inventiveness. Having or showing imagination. But now, as a noun, you would just simply find a picture of today's designated drinker. Today, yeah. <laughs> you like that? You like that like little schmooze? Just with these intros, it's so good. <laughs> Let's just invite or uh, welcome Morgan H. West, the founder and director of A Creative DC Project. Welcome to the show, Morgan. Thank you so much. Well, you said a high here. bar. I was like, oh, sh- I'm going to dig deep into no. my creative writing skills here. <laughs> I'm an art director by trade, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. It's, it's so interesting. You know, when you're just like kind of in and of a project so long, sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, let's actually talk about what these words that we use four million times a day, what they, let's take it back to you, square one. Yeah, usually it's just about alcohol, to be honest. <laughs> Our bar's low. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming, honestly. So why don't you tell us a little bit about a a creative uh, project? Yeah, absolutely. So a creative DC launched in January of 2015. So it's now headed towards three and a half years old. It's amazing. Wow. It's neat. It's funny because it's just, you know, I had so many projects that like existed before that. And kind of when I look back on it, it's almost like those things were kind of all, you know, headed in this direction or like, you know, I didn't quite have like full 
<laughs> faculties, perhaps, <laughs> right? To like kind of make them larger, make them bigger, make them as encompassing as a Creative DC kind of ended up being. Um, so a Creative DC, uh, three and a half years ago, launched as an Instagram feed mm-hmm. and like a weekly feature on the blog that I had at the time. Um, and also as a hashtag on Instagram um, and eventually kind of grew towards, you know, kind of encompassing all different social network situations. Um, but Instagram is where it launched and where it kind of continues to be the strongest. But really, if I if I elevator pitch it, um, we promote creative community and creative economy in Washington, D.C. And we do that through um, sharing perspective from across the city. So, you know, like I said, I kind of started out as a blogger. So it's for a me lot to, of work. Yeah, it's so much work. It's I mean, anybody who's, yeah, in the content game kind of understands it. And also it's, you know, when you're kind of, when you're writing or thinking or photographing something, you're really only kind of telling things from like your perspective. Yeah. And DC is a place that I think we all know is so much bigger. You just can't, I mean, it's not one thing. And I think nationally, the perception is that it's very much one thing and that thing is federal government. Yeah. So it's not enough to just be like, creative culture exists and like, here's one example. It's like, no, creative culture exists and here's like 670,000 examples because that's how many people live in Washington, DC. Yeah. So nothing can be comprehensive, but a creative DC is like a, a little attempt to kind of just get a little bit more representation on there. So you can opt in using the hashtag and share your perspective and it, it aligns your perspective with someone else who's using the hashtag across the city in another ward or in another creative medium or, you know, whether they're, you know, drinking creative craft cocktails or, you know, kind of painting in their room on the weekend. Yeah. Um, This project is kind of meant to be an access point to things that are happening in DC. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's and the it. fact that you, I'm sorry, the fact oh. that you've had all these, um, like, t- like you said, these starts, these attempts. I mean, all of those things were just building up to something bigger, something more. It just, it was the point that you had to get through A to B to C, and the fact that you stayed with it and built something yeah. this large is. And who Quite knows impressive. what's next? We're all on our we're all at different points in our journeys. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope, right? Let's I hope. Uh, I want to say that Morgan. So when Morgan first started, when the first, uh, Creative DC first came out, right? You know, it was you know you put it on there. Oh, like you're doing something cool. It's like oh, out of creative, right? And then you say hashtag, you know, being creative or something. And she really promoted everybody to do that. Now, you know, in the beginning, you could have like, oh, I know this person, I know that person. Oh, totally. I don't know anybody that's tagging you now. <laughs> and it's like, and that's such a, like a, a compliment. Yeah. Because like, thanks. it's, I take I, it that way too. But when you regram or like when you put something up that someone puts to you and like these beautiful muralists, like, uh, is that what they'd be called? Muralists? Yeah. People murals, famous, right. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know what half of them existed in the city. And then like, I see them on a creative DC and then I take my kids, like the one with the wings. Oh yeah. And like, we went, like, I didn't know that that was there. And, you know, you find you can one set of eyes is only one set of eyes, right? But what you created is like this incredible view, right? And everybody has a pair of eyes or binoculars onto like their world and then they can share it with everybody else. And I feel like it's such an amazing network. It's such an amazing yeah. network that doesn't even people don't even realize is a network because it is. It is. Yeah. Thanks. I love that perspective on it because I, I feel the exact same way. It, it's so funny too. I mean, you know, again, kind of going back to like DC, so much more than the federal government. Like we all know that we yeah. live and breathe and sleep and drink it, right? But yep. it's like, you know, it's kind of DC can be. I mean, everywhere is kind of a hard place to describe to somebody who's not there. And, you know, again, it's like, we're not saying like, this is, this is everything, but it is certainly more than one set of eyes. And it's certainly kind of like a much larger access point. And 
you know, I think I hear all the time still people be like, oh, DC is so small. It's like, DC is not small. Like, I feel like I totally immerse myself in, you know, kind of try, I at least try to keep up, right, with like what's happening here and who's doing what. And oh, every I'm single day. I'm yeah. always missing something. I'm like, damn it, I missed that. Like, but there's just so many things. There's that, so yeah. much. Yeah. And I, I actually love to like, you know, not to total like cheese ball Pollyanna this, but I actually <laughs> like love kind of flipping that and being like, no, you didn't miss it. Now you know for next time. Like, it's so exciting. And yeah. like, you know, there's just, there's always, there's, you know, not only are there people who have been here for forever who we just, you know, haven't discovered yet, who just kind of don't get media shine, but, you know, there's also people moving here every day. You know, we're a local place, we're a global city, and, you know... Well, there's such an influx of people from com from coming in from all around the world, and I think that's part of the beauty and actually really adds to the creative spirit that's within the city because you do have points of view coming in from everywhere. Yeah, it is. It's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm sure there's, like, some something you know whatever I'm like <laughs> I don't I don't pretend to know everything but I mean is this like the only city in the world where like at any given moment someone is like theoretically here from all 50 states and Puerto Rico and you know we have all of the embassies here from yeah. around the world and like this is I mean this is this is the place it's that could be your Mecca. new thing globally local <laughs> I love that oh, that's yeah cool. because that's, cool. that's you're right yeah, no, I don't know. You know, I never even thought of that. Like, you're right. Everybody's here. Maybe there is like one, every representation of culture and like on the planet in one place. I always say right. I like what I a like fascinating thing. I'm sorry, I always say I like to be out like at dinner or in a bar or whatever and hear five different languages and not understand a single one of them. I mean, that's part of the beauty of living in D.C. because you really do have people from everywhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Or it's I've amazing. met people where I'm like, you're from where? Like you're like, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm like googling. <laughs> you're like, where is that? Yeah. And it's like this little island off of in, in Indonesia, and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I totally know where that is. And even better, I'm I'm from you know I'm from Southwest, you know, and it's just like I think there's so much of the city, you know, that's just here to kind of explore and constantly it's constantly revealing itself. And for me, I just. I use social media as a way to do that. And, you know, I think there are a lot of people who are promoting, you know, DC creative culture, both locally and globally, but we're just like a little, we're a little inroad. We're one little route you can take. When did the population double like that? Cause like, I think the last time I actually looked at the population in the city, it was like, I want to say it was like 380,000. It's crazy. When you just said that number to me, like my mind was just blown. I think it might even actually be like more, even a little bit more than that. I don't know. It's crazy. And, but it's happening really fast. You know, I think the, um, um, one of the DC gov agencies planning office of planning, I think they're saying people are moving here at a rate of a thousand per month. There wow. was a little while where it was like a thousand per year. Wow. And it's just, you know, it, it's interesting. I think the city's done a lot to kind of, um, promote itself in ways that it hasn't over the last few years. I mean, I know you just got back from South by Southwest. That was amazing. Yeah. I had such a good time. Like with WeDC was amazing. Like, um, and then of course everyone was tagging at creative DC mm, yeah. uh, and Tommy and everybody and brand link and like they did an amazing job, but to see those people, to have like a DC house was uh, very, very cool to see people speak, to see the music from our town, from this town and, you know, all these creatives, chefs, bartet myself, you know, yeah. everybody down there displaying that like what we do is, it's wild, right? Because we're the nation's capital. Like why were, like, were we a secret? No, I, know. You know, I think what it is <laughs> to your point, that people go to Washington. Right. They go to Washington and uh, we live in the district. 
You know what I mean? Like, if there's a difference where people just go to Washington or, you know, that's Washington, you know, like, but they just don't think they, they only see the, or not everyone, but I mean, they, there's the tendency to only see that one side for the good or the bad, um, depending, obviously, on what side of the aisle you are on that, so. Oh. But... Do not say his name. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Yeah. It's just like Voldemort. Don't say it. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, to your point, it's, it's interesting because it's, you know, when you look at other cities that have had like the, you know, and every city is having rapid growth and there's there's wonderful things that come come along with that. And a lot of that is economic and financial. And then but then we also need to be, you know, again, it's like when we talk about D.C., it is it then becomes easy to talk about population growth and it becomes easy to talk about, you know, kind of like new people constantly coming here. Um, but, you know, the other side of the coin is that, you know, we also need to make sure that like the economic side of people who have who are long term residents who yes. are native Washingtonians, that people are able to stay here. So, you know, D.C.'s Again, kind of going back, I just think D.C. is just this kind of like bright, you know, it, it has the potential to be this bright shining example for like what cities are. Because, again, we're supposed to be kind of a mix of everyone from everywhere yeah. along with, you know, along with our own entity. And I just I don't know. D.C. interests me on so many different levels. That's one of them. You know, I think we're just a what's I'd happening here is happening kind of everywhere across the country. And it is um, it is from moving here about. 10 years ago now yeah almost 10 years ago it's it is definitely a bubble it is very different from many places that I have lived in the world and that again it's that global space and how that um, influences so many things how do you see the creative um, community changing yeah it's such a good question I mean I really think kind of you know I guess maybe to kind of like tack that that exact question kind of back onto the larger one I think you know it because DC is so representative, it almost becomes that much more important that creative culture is like given resources. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think again, with the city rapidly changing, I mean, it's just becoming less and less of a possibility every day for someone to like get affordable studio space or, yeah. you know, space to work in. And I you know that's, that's something that is kind of, again, it's, we're not in we're not in Baltimore we don't have a lot of like amazing old industrial buildings that you can kind of like take over and start from scratch and yeah. do your like large-scale sculptural installations we used to <laughs> on F Street I remember like when I um, was in college here at University of Maryland we used to come down to DC my friends after school because I went to art I went to art school it's a, di <laughs> it's a dirty secret I love that <laughs> I didn't know that um, yes I have a I have a degree in um, fine arts wow yeah that makes so much sense actually yeah it's it's always a, it's always working a, in a different medium now yeah and I used to paint of course you did so my girl so my <laughs> friends all moved down to F Street and uh, they lived there and it was like before the Monaco was the Monaco and it was great space. And then, you know, they started taking it over, taking it over. And there's one building left that's still for artists only. You have to be a working artist mm. to live in that building. And they redid the building and it was part of the trust for the downtown project. And the artists that are in there are all a little bit older than me and, or my age, you know, and that age is not 20 anymore. <laughs> so uh, it's incredible to see that it's still, that's there, but all of my favorite places are gone. All the garages that existed, all the carriage houses. Yeah. They used wow. to be like all these carriage houses that we used to go to and be like, oh, we're totally going to like melt metal and like make yeah. some stuff. And I'm like, that is like, it's dispersed. Like um, right. Mount Rainier is a really good, like safe haven outside of DC. Yeah, for, um, totally. Hyattsville for artists. Dope. Yeah. yeah, Hyattsville. Um, and when I say a safe haven, I mean just because the gentrification isn't, is, is, uh, as rapid so like the artists have a place to like you know be creative because unfortunately 
nobody pays you to be creative, right? They no, say, I know. they're like, oh, you're, you're just, you're an artist. It's cool. So you have to die or like, right. or, or be, <laughs> or be one in a million and can be a working artist and like actually like really afford their lifestyle. And I think that's and a testament to what you did. Like, I know I said it before, but I really, mm. you gave a platform and there's a few of you that did in this city that really gave this um, social media platform for being a creative and not making it dirty. Because most people associate artists, nah, you're a little bit dirty, you don't, mm, don't have a real job, uh, you don't, what do you work at? And then yep. it goes back to me, you work in a restaurant, right? Yeah. So you, you get to be a, a, an artist, blah, 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 and then you wind up in a restaurant, right? So I'm the next dirty secret, right? <laughs> but like you're giving like that, like, like real focus, like it's it's very Thanks. important. It's like know? every waiter in LA is a, is a is an inspiring um, actor, right? <laughs> well, that's right. Actually, I love what you said just then because truly, I mean, it is. It's interesting because I think in DC it's different than other cities. I think I think there's just something, and again, I don't know if it's if it's federal government related. I don't know if it's because I just don't know what it is. But you know, I had a friend actually who said, I'll, I'll paraphrase, but he said this to me. He's like, you know, in LA, some you know, some dudes walking around being like, what do you do all day? I paint all day. In other cities, that's like, that's amazing. It's like incredible. What are you working on? What, you know, what's your show? In DC, it's like, what the fuck do you mean you paint all day? Like, what do you, what do you yeah. mean you paint all day? Like, you can't just paint all day. Like, you need to like, you need to have a job. You need to like be, you know, doing X, Y, Z. And, you know, I'm not saying like one, you know, one is what you, someone should be doing and one is not the other. But to your point, it's just like, it's, it's hard. I mean, DC is tough. And I think to kind of wrap it back around to your question, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I can I can talk about how like you know my creative careers change, and and that is something that you know I always try to say with the creative DC. It's like the project is very perspective based, but you know whenever I speak, I I I really only feel comfortable speaking on behalf of myself and my experiences, what I've seen, and you know for me, I know like I've had to quote unquote like pivot, right? Is that like the word? Yeah. Like pivot. I've had to just like pivot 4,700 times because yeah. everything changes, right? Like the mediums change, and you know you could I I you can't stay a blogger forever because platforms are changing and yep. people are taking information in differently. And I'm somebody who's kind of always worked, you know, I don't, I don't have like a, a fine arts background and I never, you know, a lot of my art and the things that I create is kind of destined ultimately for the digital world um, or to be photographed or to, you know, be experienced and, and talked about later. Um, but it's just, you just, I think now if to have a creative career, I mean, it's like, I think you've always had to be like kind of like nimble in that way and like spry yeah, <laughs> yeah. no that's true and you got to keep your running shoes on right yep. but it's just um yeah it's interesting I mean I think I see the creative community changing in a way that you just need to be like even more adaptable I think than you probably have in any other time period I think being a creative and I get to wear that badge as well and just being creative director in advertising it is funny we are a creative especially in the industry like if you're in an advertising agency and someone says oh, what are you doing you're, I'm a creative Absolutely. It's, it's a badge. It's, it's yours and you, you hold on to it. Um, but pivoting throughout, I had to pivot throughout my career. If you didn't, because you have to stay up on industry, you have to stay up on technology and it, it, programs and, and, and what's relevant to people. Mm. I think that, I think actually a lot of people live that life. We just don't necessarily know what that means. Yeah. And the differences as an artist you can't you don't go to a job nine to five to paint and it does become very difficult but a world void of art is not a happy world it's not it's no boring yeah can we talk about and it's a, sorry if i'm gonna steal a question no. from Louise. so you know 
I, I did just come back from South by Southwest, right? And like, that's so why I was so happy that you're on the show. Let's, can we talk about a creative economy? When people, like, that was a big thing. Like, everyone's like, yeah. creative economy, creative economy, creative, like, creating jobs, creating economy, creating, selling, made in DC, whatever, right? Yeah. Can you just, like, give, tell me about a creative economy. If you have to describe it, and from your perspective, yeah. what is it? And thank you for asking that, because I'm sure I'm going to, like, flub whatever governmental I want you to answer it, because I feel like the people don't really, when someone says it, it's, they just say it. Well, it almost seems like it's a, a throwaway. Like art it's is a just a, is a, like, and and that there is a huge. You're right. The economy is often driven by. I mean, there's a lot. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll let you answer because I'm. No, no, so no. It's a, right. I, and I actually love because I do think there. I mean, I'm sure there is like a textbook definition, right? To kind of go back to the beginning, yeah. like you know, we need to examine the like words and the phrases that we're using. But um, you know, for me, I think creative economy is anything that's kind of driven by um, by culture and like creation right so like literally the way dc describes it it's like theater it's the performing arts it's food and beverage it's the culinary arts um you know it's it's gal it's um creative services so like graphic design and people who are building websites and yeah yeah, and marketing and kind of all those things so um but ultimately like it's just a creative economy isn't cut and dry because i think if you step back far enough everything kind of falls under the creative economy um and i think that the reason that it's so important that we're talking about it is because when we do assign value to it, like on a civic level, like when we decide to start to say that creative economy counts, that's when it truly starts getting resources. Um, So, you know, I think DC has done a really good job, again, just in the last few years, you know, they understood that like, okay, we're going to go down to South by Southwest and this is like a showcase where the rest of the world is going to show up and they're going to see that DC is a place where they could potentially go and open up a business and, you know, on the other side of that, they come here and then they create new jobs, right, for our workforce. Um, and the other thing besides creative economy that DC is really hot on is workforce training. So I'm going to circle back to that too, or workforce development. Um, but you can't promote a city as a place to come and start, you know, build jobs and, and be part of the economy. You can't sell that to somebody unless they understand that there's a quality of life that's going to go along with it. Um, So that is why it is so important that we talk about, you know, our chefs and our bartenders and our, you know, in our artists and our museums beyond the Smithsonian. And we talk about art and, and when we start to have those conversations is when we can kind of start to push up um, not only kind of, you know, the people who are excelling and and doing fantastic things, Gina, like you in that sphere, but we can also begin to talk about the people, um, who, you know, who will continue to kind of like be underrepresented. We can kind of put, you know, Destination DC does a really great job of like telling people what to do when they get here, right? Right. And they're also, they're really creative about it because, you know, not only are they kind of posting like, yes, we have our Smithsonian, we're also proud of our Smithsonian, we're so proud of our Cherry Blossom Festival and it's just just such an amazing thing. But they're also posting photos of like Swan Street, like 14th and Swan, right? In the fall, covered in yellow leaves. Stunning. And like that, I mean, that's what's going to sell me, like... You know, everybody's kind of gone on the Smithsonian class field trip, right? But it's like when you want to picture yourself living here, thriving, contributing, being a citizen, like we need to be talking about neighborhoods and we need to be talking about kind of underrepresented cultural experiences. What is the name of that tray? With the little the family, ginkgo. the ginkgo, <laughs> the ginkgo tree. Do you know that's the uh, that's the testament that there was dinosaurs here because the ginkgo uh, fed. Uh, um, oh my god, I forgot the uh, period of dinosaur. 
Uh, nope. and it doesn't even matter. Up. It's amazing. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so love dinos. Great. Yes. No, it's a dinosaur real, Northwest. I it's love like that. a serious, like it's a real thing. Well, I had no idea. Once you leave the city and you go out to like Beltsville, right? Just like a little bit right outside of uh, going up. They have like all these little fossil um, places you can just go and walk and like collect fossils. Awesome. Like right off of um, Rock Creek. So if, for everyone listening, we don't just have dinosaurs in, in D.C. <laughs> we are some that do need in Washington. We do have a few, but we're talking about the real ones. <laughs> the real dinosaurs. That's so interesting. But I love I, that. I mean, that's and that's I mean, that's amazing. And again, it's just like nobody's going to know about our beautiful ginkgo trees if we're like only talking about the federal government. So D.C. is kind of, you know, promoting the city not only as a place to like go and in live and work, but really to live. Right. Um, so I think that has really helped in the last few years kind of raise awareness for how important culture Absolutely. is in this city and that we have it. It doesn't necessarily need to be imported, although it's wonderful that it is coming in through all of these different angles. And, you know, again, our museums host phenomenal international artists and we're so lucky to have proximity that to in that. in our backyard. It's yes. So amazing. But then yeah. we also have like Hole in the Sky, you know, where yeah. like this weekend they put on a, a like a Damaged City Fest um, adjacent art show of just like original music photography. And you can just go see that on a Sunday too. Which is amazing. It right? is. Yeah. It is. There is a lot. There's, There's a, a lot. lot in there. Yeah. So sure. Speaking of amazing, Gina. Is it time? It's time. It's time. Let's see your Let's art in a glass. Make, <laughs> Let's, no pressure. I know. No pressure. Um, all right. All pressure. So, <laughs> so here's the, I'm, all right. So I'm obsessed with something right now, right? So I, I'm loving over like spirits that are high proof and steeping tea, right? So this is gin and I took, um, it's just a tea bag. You do this at home. About like 10, 12 minutes has passed since I started it. And what it's doing is it's basically cooking the tea. Uh, in a different way, right? Without adding like, you know, the sugars and everything to it. And then I took a different tea, ribose tea, and I did put sugar with it, and I made a ribose um, syrup. So, can I ask you a question? Um, is there a type of gin? Is it yeah, like, gonna, do you yeah. want to do a lunch? Sorry. Yeah, hold Jump on. ahead. Sorry. It's okay. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. So we're gonna. So what we're gonna use with this uh, for this is so gin in, in, in definition is usually around 92 to 94 percent. We're using the forged gin today, um, and the reason why I like it is because it's super aromatic. And it's got like beautiful citrus notes and stuff. So when you take tea, citrus, it's just kind of like a no-brainer. It goes together, right? I can't wait to smell this. So there's like two ounces in there. And then we're going to take a, um, a lemon. And we're just going to squeeze about an ounce in each of the cocktails. And if you notice, I am not uh, putting this on top of the ice. Because I'm not ready to actually make the drink. So I don't want to start melting because it is such high proof. Um, so now we have uh, those, uh, the tea in there, the lemon, um, and we're going to give this a little bit of a shake. But I do have a question because I was going to tell this a little bit to you. Are you like more peach or apricot? Oh, peach. You're Let's a peach? peach? Yeah. You're just a peach. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I oh, but what a pleasant it. question to be asked. <laughs> I was just so delighted by the question. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so it's so, a... So we're going to take a little bit of, uh, of peach juice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I, I like I like adding nectars or uh, juices to uh, tea cocktails just because it kind of goes together. And it's kind of like, um, for me, um, I've always wanted, for some reason, I always wanted like cream and lemon mm. to work in a tea, but they don't work together. So you have to like do it a different <laughs> way because I like the texture yeah. of tea with milk, you know, yeah. or cream. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I like the lemon for the taste. 
so like this is my way of making that velvety like nice. uh, flavor happen. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, super weird, all right? I no, know. I love it when Jane gets that out. fine art degree to work. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, she should. Uh, the bill that goes with that degree is oh, incredible. It took a long time to pay off. <laughs> my, uh, I always think about it. I'm like, man, school is expensive. Oil paint's expensive. Because, of yeah. course, I couldn't like acrylic. I was like, right. I had to go right to the oils. Got I expensive fell, taste. I fell in love. I was like, you know, oil's a commitment. It's a relationship. You know, you think you go back to it in three or four days, and it's like, you know, ready to, like, be dry and, like, start like, nope. Nope, still totally wet. <laughs> Can't use that color. You have to wait. You're totally frustrated. You hit it with another color. Smudge the whole thing. Have to start the whole section. <laughs> it's like, it's 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 torturous, right? It's just something that we do to ourselves and torture ourselves. Tortured artist you are, Gina. It is. It is a torture. That is. I love it. Oil These are making is. so much sense. It's the beautiful immediate gratification of this drink. It's all right, so Feeling this is vibes. yeah, it's yep. got a pretty a pretty hue to it, right? It's gorgeous. Um, all right, so now we're gonna just take a touch of Angostura and we're gonna put it in the top. And so this drink, so basically what we did is we just shook it, put it over um, ice, and then I'm gonna top it off with just a bit of club soda. And I put the Angostura bitters in first, just because my favorite part is it makes it look like a little bit of a sunset, so right? And the club beautiful. soda will mix it itself. And we are not Beautiful. going to give you a straw for this, even though it's in a Pilsner glass, because I feel like this is one of those drinks I want to evolve from the top to the bottom. So it should be like a little bit bitter and then go all the way uh, to get a little bit sweet. So Jenny, you used the Pils glass. Would you, is it just basically anything tall and open? I like the, I like the, um, it just looks really pretty in this glass, but tall, glass. tall with soda is oh, always best. Beautiful. Unless you're just, you know, going to open up a small, like, you know, whiskey drink or something with just a touch of soda. Oh, but this is a oh, long, good. but it it's a long amazing. drink. You know, it's a, it's a long drink. It's only meant to be sipping. And if you want a straw, of course, I will give you Cheers. Cheers. Gina, thank you. Of Lovely. course. That's good. It's a good. It's a good. You know, it's daily. Did you get? Did you go right with the peach? Yeah. I think you went right with. The oh peach. yeah. It, this is the most refreshing thing that's happened to me. Do you want a straw? In 2018. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm feeling all the spring feelings. Also, the fact that the mint um, has been <laughs> meased in a uh, in an inflatable flamingo. Yeah. I would like to, I'm I sorry, would, you guys are missing that on radio. It's is, um, it. it's a rose gold inflatable <laughs> flamingo because a pink flamingo wouldn't have done it justice, right? No, no, no. It's perfect. I like. Uh, I know. I. He's so cute. <laughs> I love it. I think I brought her friend today. <laughs> you know, it's the suburbia. Like, you know, it's the season. We've opened up for the daiquiris. I'm feeling. I you know, love it's, it. You know, it's like one of those things. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I like the I like the tchotchkes, and then I like the pretty. So together, that's just me. You know, I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah. I like the tchotchkes and the pretty. That is the quote of the day. It's maybe. good. I'm into it. It's true. This so, is delicious. Uh, thank before you. we wrap up things, I want to make sure that we thank Jack Rose for hosting the show again. Um, this amazing space filled with so many bottles. It's, uh, it's intoxicating. No pun in, All pun intended. So um, what also is intoxicating is Gina's drink. And Morgan. And definitely <laughs> Morgan. 
That's and, a creative intoxication. And and then if you're listening to this and you find something creative, they should put it at like they should hashtag it or yes. or put at a creative DC, right? Yeah. What's that hashtag that's one more plug. time? Yeah, say hashtag it, say it. a creative DC. Awesome. But awesome. you could be anywhere if to see it though, right? You can, yeah. It's really it's about appreciating the city and what it has to offer on a on a cultural level, on a visual level, on you know, kind of any which way you find yourself loving DC. We're we're here for it. Awesome. Well, we have appreciated you coming onto the show. Thank you both. But it is, it is that time. I do have to <laughs> do last call. <laughs> Morgan, you don't have to go home. But you have to creatively leave this space. <laughs> I'm getting booted, but it's fine. I'm taking my drink with me. So. I don't blame you. <laughs>